What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I want to talk about how everything you've been taught about poker is wrong. These are the three biggest lies that you've been told that are keeping you from getting real positive results at the poker table. Let's jump right into it. All right, guys, so all kidding aside, these are three of the biggest myths that I see consistently perpetuated these days that has harmed my students in particular tremendously over the years and having played millions and millions of hands myself. I've seen my fellow poker players suffer from these three ridiculous myths as well, so let's jump right into it. Number one is small bets, guys, keep you losing. This is one of the biggest mistakes that people make these days is making small bets in low limit games in particular where their opponents are likely to call a much bigger bet. Since I treat poker as a business, this is not a game to me, I take a business-like approach to this game and I just asked myself if I was running a company would I significantly undercharge my customers? No, of course. I'm going to walk you through an example, by the way, with poker in a second to help illustrate this. But guys, the bottom line is Apple doesn't sell its iPhones for $300. Why? Because they know that people are willing to pay $800, $900. The same thing goes in poker. Going for a smaller bet size does work against good players in higher stakes games, guys, but it doesn't make sense in the lower stakes games where often your opponents, aka your customers, are willing to pay a lot more. So for example, you have ace-queen offsuit, fish calls, you raise it up pre-flop, fish calls, flop comes down with a queen of diamonds, seven of clubs, and three of hearts. What should you be doing here? Well, I think most people know that you should be betting here these days. Slow playing is definitely, I'm going to talk about that in a sec, slow playing is definitely the wrong thing to do here against a recreational player. But the mistake that a lot of people make is betting too small. Guys, you should be betting big here. If the pot's $20, bet $15, okay? minimum $15. I talk about this in my first book, Crushing the Microstakes. This is how I was literally able to create some of the highest winnings of all time online. It's not by betting $8 into a $20 pot here because once again, I know that my opponent here, aka my customer, is willing to pay $15. If I've got them on tilt, they might even be willing to pay an overbet. So I'll go ahead and overbet. Bottom line, guys, I'm going to charge them what they're willing to pay. I'm not going to listen to some cookie cutter advice that gets thrown around these days that, oh, you need to bet 30% of the pot for balance and GTO. No, throw that crap out the window, guys. If they're willing to call $15, bet $15. The other thing you need to understand, guys, is, is that this is a snowball effect. If you only bet $8 into a $20 pot here on the flop, well, you know, if my math's correct, the pot on the turn is going to be just $36. Whereas if you were to bet $15 instead, pot's going to be 20 plus 15, 15. It's going to be $50 instead. Massive, massive difference because now you're, of course, able to bet a lot more on the turn, which is going to snowball into an even bigger pot on the river. So guys, please do not listen to these people that are advocating you to make very small bets, especially in cash games and, and also in the early stages of tournaments. If you're playing at the lower stakes, which is what 90% of people play at, often your opponents are going to be willing to call much more. So charge them what they're willing to pay. Don't underprice yourself like so many poker players do these days. 
All right, so ridiculous poker myth that keeps you losing. Number two is slow playing. Guys, this has been one of my biggest nemesis over the years. Well, actually, I mean, it's made me a lot of money because a lot of people slow play against me and it's great, actually. Guys, slow playing is another highly suboptimal play in small stakes games for the simple reason that the majority of your opponents in these games, they love to call. So when you are slow playing, which is playing your hands in a KG manner, like in the previous example, just checking, for example, I'll have another example coming up here in a second. If you were to just check in these spots, what you're doing is you're just choosing to win a smaller pot. Guys, we don't win in poker by winning small pots. We win in poker by winning big pots, of course. And since we know that so many of the recreational and even regular opponents in small stakes games love to call if they have anything, slow playing is literally lighting money on fire because it's just artificially keeping the pots small. So let's again walk you through an example here. You raise up pocket threes, fish calls, flop comes down with a king of diamonds, eight of hearts, three of clubs. What should you be doing here? Well, a lot of people will just call, oh, I don't want to scare them out of the pot, yada yada. Guys, no, the best thing you can possibly do here is raise it up big. Make it three times, four times, five times, whatever his lead amount is. Because guys, fish don't fold their hands when they like it at small stakes games. On a flop like this, there's not really any draws or anything going on in this board. Really, this player is saying, probably I have a king. And we know that recreational players, they don't fold top pair guys in small stakes games. You gotta remember a lot of times when you're playing, especially like on the internet in a five cent, 10 cent cash game or something like that, which again is what the vast majority of people play, your raise is only going to be like to $2.50. That is just not an amount of money that scares anyone. <laughs> you know, it's literally less than your daily latte at Starbucks. So people are going to make the call if they have a top pair type hand here or anything at all. Maybe they got pocket tens and they think you're bluffing. Guys, bottom line, please do not slow play in small stakes games against the numerous weaker opponents in these games because they love to call and you're just absolutely shooting yourself in the foot by artificially keeping the pot small. As I always say, fast play is the new slow play. I talk about this in my free poker cheat sheet, by the way, that's the top link in the description below. It's a free little guide you can read in an afternoon and it will show you the step-by-step -step strategy to crush these small stakes games. But guys, bottom line, Make fast play, the new slow play these days. When you have a big hand, get the money in. Let them think you're bluffing. Take slow playing out of your vocabulary and I think you're gonna have a lot more success at the poker table. All right, so my final ridiculous poker myth these days that costs so many people so much money these days at the poker tables. If you guys follow the channel here regularly, you already know, it's playing in random poker games. This is literally what 99% of people still do in today's games and they wonder why they do not get the results that they want. Guys, by far the worst strategy in today's competitive poker environment is just choosing to sit down and play in any 
random poker game. Guys, nobody who's serious about poker does this because they understand that who you choose to play against at the poker table will be the number one determining factor in what your results are. Guys, we don't make money in poker by playing against other good poker players who are watching videos like this, who study training courses and read strategy books and so on. By the way, if you are a serious poker player, I've got recommendations for all that stuff in the description below. No, we make the money in poker by playing against the recreational poker players who make large fundamental mistakes. Once again, guys, because I treat poker as a business and not a game, I always make the correlation to the world of business and investing, for example. Would you choose to invest $10,000 in a random company or random startup or a random cryptocurrency? Of course not. Nobody does that. You would do your research first. You would study the core fundamental economics behind the business. What is their cash flow? What is their PE ratio? What is their management team like? What is their vision for the future? And the same thing goes with crypto. What is the structure of the coin? What is their long-term vision? What are the use cases? You would do your research. The same thing goes with poker, guys. Why would you choose to just sit down at a random poker table? If you're playing online poker, you can just use a program like Poker Tracker, which I'll have links for in the description below, and you can get the data on your screen before you even choose to play a hand. You can find out what kind of players are at the poker table. If you're not using a HUD playing online or you're playing live poker, for example, you can just observe the table first. You can ask yourself, is there somebody at that table who is clearly a recreational player limping into the pot a lot, showing down a lot of bad hands, making bad bluffs, bad calls, and so on. Guys, the bottom line is if you take this game seriously, you need to research the tables that you play in before you decide to sit down and play poker. Once again, you would not randomly invest blindly into any company or in the stock market or random cryptocurrency. So why on earth would you choose to play in a random poker game? Guys, do things the smart way in this game and you're going to have a lot more success. I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with blackrain79.com.